Canada HR News for April 7, 2022. My name is Elena Bobireva. In today's episode, we will cover the following news. Canada's top small and medium employers 2022 have been announced by MediaCorp, and these organizations show notable agility in adapting to change. The Yukon government is extending its pilot indigenous hiring program. Ontario expands job access to arriving Ukrainians. The BC government to allow a single-step process for workers to unionize. Teamsters Canada revives a union drive at an Amazon warehouse near Edmonton after the union victory in the United States. Quebec, PEI, extend mask mandates to prevent spread of COVID-19. Quebec employers are obligated to put in place an interim plan in matters of occupational health and safety. Stay with us to get the latest HR updates. Canada's top small and medium employers 2022 by MediaCorp have been announced. One of the most surprising things about Canada's top small and medium employers is how much they have in common. Although these 115 winning organizations are from different industries such as accounting, architecture, cybersecurity, they all demonstrate remarkable agility in adapting to unprecedented times and providing many of the benefits previously seen only at larger, more established organizations. These are some of the notable initiatives singled out at this year's winners. Along with moving all employees to work-from-home arrangements early in the pandemic, Walter Fedi, based in Kitchener, let employees take home technology and furniture and introduced an interest-free loan program of up to $1,000 for home office improvements. Toronto-based chat software firm Ada Support provides employees with a health spending account of up to $2,000, allowing them to top up coverage to suit their personal needs, plus a separate wellness spending account of $1,000 per year. This amount can be spent as employees see fit on fitness, books, or app subscriptions. Although it has only 27 employees, St. John's-based firm Sequence Bioinformatics provides parental leave top-up for new mothers, fathers, and adoptive parents to 65% of salary for up to 52 weeks. Canada's top small and medium employer competition is limited to private sector commercial organizations with less than 500 employees worldwide. Employers are evaluated using the same criteria as media cores Top 100 Employers Competition The Yukon government is extending its pilot indigenous hiring program until 2029 because 15 months later, after it launched the pilot project, the rate of indigenous employment in the public service hasn't increased. The goal was to reach 22%, the same percentage of indigenous people living in the Yukon, according to the 2021 federal census data. Despite hiring 78 indigenous people since the program began, the percentage of indigenous employees in the territorial public service 
remains at 15%, the same as it was when the program started. It is believed that the pandemic and the uncertain labor market it caused had an impact on the government's ability to recruit. Ontario has announced support schemes that will give arriving Ukrainian families better access to jobs and to help them settle once they come to the province. There is now a dedicated telephone hotline as well as an email address, ukrainianjobs at ontario.ca, to connect arriving Ukrainians with job search supports and local employers in the province. The province is eyeing their arrival as a solution to the hundreds of thousands of in-demand jobs that need to be filled. BC Labour Minister Harry Baines tabled amendments to the Labour Code yesterday to move to a single-step union certification, removing the vote of employees. This change will make collective bargaining more accessible. The new certification process will enable workers to join a union when a clear majority of employees indicate they want to, as in the case in other jurisdictions such as Quebec, New Brunswick, PEI, and federally regulated workplaces. Under the new amendments, if 55% or more of employees in the workplace indicate their intent to unionize by signing union membership cards, a union will be certified and no further vote is required. If between 45 and 55% of employees sign union membership cards, a second step consisting of a secret ballot vote is required for certification. The amendments will also allow construction workers to change their union representation once a year. BC has alternated several times between the one- and two-step systems of unionization. The current two-step system has been in place since 2001. Teamsters Canada revives a union drive at an Amazon warehouse near Edmonton after the victory in the United States. According to the release, Teamsters 362, which represents about 7,000 workers at 75 companies in Alberta and the Northwest Territories, has to get signed membership cards from 40% of workers to meet the threshold to hold a vote. If the union meets its goal, an application will be submitted and there will be a vote with the Labour Board. The union previously campaigned at the Edmonton Amazon site last September. Quebec and Prince Edward Island have extended their provincial mask mandates until later this month as the provinces try to prevent the spread of COVID-19. The Public Health Agency of Canada has said that a resurgence of COVID-19 could be possible this spring and fall across the country. In Ottawa, the National Advisory Committee on Immunization says provinces and territories should prepare to start offering fourth doses of COVID-19 vaccine in the coming weeks. Effective April 6, 2022, Quebec employers are required to put in place an interim plan in matters of occupational health and safety. This requirement applies to all organizations that do not already have prevention and participation mechanisms in place. 
establishments with 20 or more workers must record the risks that may affect workers' health and safety, analyze the risks, establish a health and safety committee, and designate at least one health and safety representative. Establishments with fewer than 20 workers must record risks that may affect workers' health and safety and designate a liaison officer. The interim plan requirements will remain in force until the adoption of the regulation respecting prevention mechanisms, which is expected to be no later than October 6, 2025. And this was Canada HR News for April 7, 2022. Please leave us a rating and a comment. For more information on the topics discussed today, see the episode description and follow us on Twitter at CADHRNews.